officially, officially, officially verified. It's Big Dog Ball Talk. You don't have to uh, take anyone else's word for it. We're telling you right here, right now. It's the be all, yeah. the end all. Matt Icorn, Jordan Flegel. Uh, yeah, we always tell you guys to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, and uh, you still should. You definitely still should. Um, but obviously, Jordan's well, gonna. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I think that this might be the end of Twitter. I think it's done. <laughs> I think it might yeah. be over. No way. No way. I don't think so. Well, if, uh, if it's over, look. Either way, if it's over, we'll all we'll all migrate somewhere. It's fine. Exactly. They'll, they'll Everyone's going be... back to Facebook. Everyone's oh my god. Everyone's no. itching for Farmville. <laughs> you know what? Actually. My initial reaction is no. If everyone else did it, I, I'd feel feel better. But you know, I, all I know is Facebook now, which is just mm-hmm. you know, obviously all my uh, older relatives and 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 nice people. mashed potato recipe, Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it would kind of be fun if we all agreed to do it. So yeah, that's a, that's a good call, Matt. Back to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg not, will take care of us. Um, like the Chinese government has all the information they need by now, right? Yeah, yeah. I we mean, I mean, yeah. Right. The, speaking of that, I mean, I'm always on TikTok. Can we retrofit TikTok? Get a little. Uh, mm, can I yeah. tweet on TikTok? You know what? I think people have been talking about it. Just merge them all into one. I feel like that's a Gary V idea or something. Just uh, get get something where you can do absolutely everything. I can watch a video. I can, you know, but why not? Because uh, then somebody's gonna make something that has one extra new thing. Oh, you know, you're right. I'm like, well, fuck. Now we got to do on this thing. Uh, you're right. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a, a big social media guy, anyways, but I, I, Twitter's probably one of the only ones that I enjoyed. But now it's yeah, yeah it's pretty fucked. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the the NBA trade <laughs> deadline when 15,000 Woj accounts oh are tweeting God. out different. Uh, but but I'm glad because I've had Shams and Woj as uh, Twitter alerts for the past like I don't know nine months something like that almost a <laughs> yeah. year. Uh, yeah. So whenever a big You've got thing the real happens, I, I get the notification. I have them in a little section, so I'll yep. be all right. But yeah. uh, again, hopefully, maybe this change will be done over there on uh, Twitter. Uh, Elon, uh, th- don't don't think that was a smart move, man. Uh, personally, personally, <laughs> no. don't think it's a good move. But big dog wall talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, uh, no verification status needed. Uh, one of one. Uh, but uh, I guess two of two. Now we're gonna go one of one. Yeah. Uh, three of three. No, one of one. One of uh, one. Yeah. One one on one. One of one. <laughs> uh, Another one of one uh, that we're going to be talking about, Jacques Vaughn. Uh, not like when I introduced Kyrie as one of one. This is a nice one. Uh, Jacques Vaughn officially announced as the uh, the head coach of the the Brooklyn Nets after their hot start uh, post, uh, naming him as the interim head coach uh, after firing uh, Steve Nash and uh, suspending Kyrie Irving. Uh, definitely not a bad move. I don't think he's a bad coach. It is awkward, though, to bring in a head coach and then have him literally say, yeah, I know that I wasn't really their first choice and that I might not <laughs> like they, I might not be here for the long haul or anything. But, you know, uh, but, yeah, his example was that his wife didn't like him that much when they first met either. And now that they've been together for 20 <laughs> no. years. So come on, uh, Jack. So he's just like hoping that he's going to wear them down and grow on them. And then they're just going to kind of say, ah, fuck it. He's been here. He's not that bad. We'll keep him around. Similar to his marriage. So I'm, I'm interested to <sighs> see how this will work out. I mean, it's a very bold strategy, but so far it's working. Maybe it's the humble approach. Maybe that's what these guys need. They need a humble coach to blend out with all these, uh, these big names and personalities. <laughs> I, I think, I think, uh, I think Jacques Vaughn is a good coach. I love his beard. His beard is, uh, really it's impressive. It's, uh, there's some coloring in there. Uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm just glad they didn't, you know, for their sake, they didn't end up going with Udoka because, uh, you know, well, that would have been 
unbelievable. So <laughs> in that in that sense, it was absolutely the right move. And I I actually like like from all the coach all the coaching shit I've seen over the years, I think it's better to just go with an interim guy and hire him full time. You're more likely to be successful than at yeah. like this point in the season bringing in some random guy. Like there's probably a reason the guy you're bringing in doesn't already have a job. Uh, yeah. You know, that's not always the case. He, you know, there, there's good coaches without jobs for whatever reasons, you know, at, at certain times. But uh, usually, like from from what I've seen, it's better to just get a guy who already knows all the players. Like, yeah. it, there's interest. There's an interesting, like, dynamic that happens even in the NBA, which is grown men, you know, uh, playing a professional sport. Like, a- anyone who plays a sport knows the head coach is the one that always yells at you, but the assistant coach is the guy who's there who kind of like, you know, he's your friend. He's like your grandma. He's always going to take your side. You know, he's going to, you know. Uh, your grandmother on the, the, the sideline actually yeah. nice. Uh, you yeah. fuck up to give you a cookie or oh, that's kinda a what, that's, doodle. That's kind of what the assistant coach is there for, you know, just positive reinforcement. Usually, Kiss on the forehead. <laughs> usually, uh, you know, those guys are more popular with players, especially – you know, when the situation is, you know, they don't like the head coach, the head coach eventually goes like, so I, I, li- I like it. I like it. I don't think there's that much evidence, you know? Uh, yeah. Jack Vaughn's not, he hasn't proven himself to be amazing. You know, he was down there in Orlando, didn't do anything special, but he took over for Orlando. Atkinson. He took over for Ad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he took over for Ad- Atkinson in the bubble, uh, when the Nets were there and you know, that was, that was fine. The Nets didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they got swept by the Raptors. Um, uh, in, uh, after Kyrie didn't want to go to the bubble. Yes, well, exactly. Yeah, no, not exactly a surprise there. But, you know, I, I think he's shown himself to be a, a perfectly fine coach. Uh, they've looked rejuvenated and good, and we'll get into the Nets as a team mm-hmm. in a little bit here, you know, si- since since he's been on the sidelines now. And, yeah, I, I just think it, it, was, it was the right move, some continuity. He knows everyone. He knows the situation. And it can also feel, too, like if you bring in a new guy, he's – you know, I think it's going to be harder to gel as a group, but it, it can sure, feel yeah. now going forward that they've kind of all been through something uh, yeah. and and that they've, you know, he's he's been part of the team this whole time. So I, I love it. I think it was the right move. And uh, like I said, we'll get into it. But I mean, you know, the, the Nets absolutely swatted, uh, spanked the Knicks the other night and yeah. uh, looked maybe the best they've looked getting their two shooters back. Um, and yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, Jock Vaughn so far, uh, A-plus in my book. He's doing great. Well, yeah, they're 3-4 uh, and four in their last uh, last four games. So, I mean, that's, that's three more wins than they had coming into that. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they've, they've looked strong since they had him as the interim. They look good now that he's the official head coach of the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you, I think he definitely deserves a little bit more praise than what he's being given because, again, they actually have a guy who can write up and draw up X's and O's plays. Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, Steve, but that was not you, man. Uh, <laughs> but I, I I think we can probably just get, like, you know, put that out there. I mean, uh, a big thing here, obviously, you know, Kyrie Irving's still not back on the Nets roster, still not playing. He's still got his checklist of six uh, objectives that he needs to hit before he's uh, he's going to be allowed to play again. Will he ever hit them? Probably not. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe this will be the the pushing out of uh, Kyrie Irving that we've uh, we've been waiting for. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
But the Nets, yeah, they've, they've been on a hot streak. They've been playing well, and they've been looking a lot better without Kyrie on the court. And I know this kind of happens all the time whenever a superstar goes down and then uh, or, or is out for whatever reason from the lineup, and then the team goes on a bit of a streak, and then it's, oh, well, are they better with or without the superstar? Yeah. This is one of the only cases, Jordan, that I think I'm actually leaning on the side that they're better without Kyrie. Because... It, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking this not just from what I'm seeing on the court for the Nets, but I'm seeing what I'm seeing from the entire NBA. If you look yeah. around right now, we've kind of, every every couple of years, things change. And, you know, uh, we went from like the, the big three era to kind of the dynamic duos. And now we're minimizing even more yeah. into it's you need one lead, undisputed top alpha dog. And that's yeah. it. Then yeah. you need a bunch of other guys who are going to fall in line. There's not really any teams anymore that, uh, when you look at the top of the top of the NBA standings, that have multiple guys that, you know, you're like, oh, well, I don't know who's the better player here. Uh, you know, it's, it's very clear on all these top teams who is the top dog. Uh, and I, yeah. I don't think that many people would argue with that. And then you look at the bottom, you got all these teams where there's not really anybody who's decided or, uh, you know, nobody really wants to, the, there's, a, there's a lot of butting heads in those yeah. locker rooms, uh, these teams that are struggling. Uh, the 76ers are a good example of that, and the Nets before this. So my opinion right Timberwolves. now is that, yeah, if you just give Kevin Durant the keys to the kingdom, you just let him go wild, he keeps putting up his triple doubles uh, or 30-point performances, whatever he wants to do, I think that you just, you know, you find, I don't really think, like, like right now this roster is good. You could pick somebody up else, uh, you know, if you do let go of Kyrie or trade him or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I think right now yeah. it's, actually more beneficial for teams the way that they structure themselves and the way that you know chemistry works uh i think it's better to just have one top lead horse and then you just find uh, guys who want to back them up and fit your your personnel uh your team culture better after that because uh i think that the, the era of the super team jordan i think i'd like to say is finally extinct uh everybody go out and rejoice De- well definitely i i i've been sort of you know i i i think that's been true for a little while and it's been uh, it's been great to see, like the parity in the league over the last couple of years has been uh, great. That that's been restored. It's so much more fun, um, unless you unless you're into fucking dynasties. I mean, I feel like all the all the people who just get into the NBA or are very casual fans just love getting the Golden State fucking uh, you know jerseys. <laughs> God, they piss me off. That you know, I, I, every time I hear like, oh, it's better for the league that that it was uh, you know uh, Cavaliers Warriors for five straight years. You no, know, people it love that. it. I'm like, fuck you. Well, what about that? People who actually care. Anyway, it's, I like, it's been I'll, great. I'll take it for a, I'll take it for a rubber match. Three yeah, years once. In a row. Like, yeah, that's but cool. yeah. I don't want to. St- I hate starting the season being like, okay, I know how this is. This is gonna end. You know, because all yeah, the fucking yeah. talents on one team. Um, so it's so like yeah, a movie the, or a show. You don't want to fucking watch the season no. premiere and then be like, oh, this is how it's gonna end. I know. Yeah. So this it's it's great. I love that. As you said, super teams seem to kind of have fallen by the wayside for the Nets. Yeah, I mean, I mean, lest we forget, Kyrie had a few good games this year. He was shooting the ball terribly from three. Like he wasn't having his best year uh, so mm-hmm. far. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he he's also not uh, a, that good of a defender. Like he's got some size and he's better on defense than I think, you know, uh, people would assume or give him credit for. But he's still not not a great, uh, you know, defender. He's not locking anybody down. Mm-hmm. And and there are times when he kind of wants to go hero ball and and like at the, at the end of games just kind of take it dribble 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 isolation. Now he's a good isolation player, but this was the same issue you've always had with other players playing with Kevin Durant. It's like okay, this is good, but 
we've got Kevin fucking Durant. Like he's got yeah, a chance yeah. to get the the best, you know, and most high percentage shot that any of us can get, you know, give it to him a bit more often. And so, so yeah, I think there was a little bit of, you know, your turn, my turn, you know, as, as skilled as Kyrie is, you know, when, when he was out there with, with KD, there were, there were times where I'm like, you know, Kyrie, you shouldn't be taking this weird ass, you know, step back. Uh, you should be giving it to, to, to Kevin way more often. And so yeah. now that he's out, yeah, there's, there's no, no, uh, debate who, who the offense should run through. It's going to him. Uh, obviously it helps, uh, now that the Nets have, you know, their their two best shooters back in, in Harris and Curry, who both looked great uh, in that game yeah. against the Knicks, um, and uh, and yeah, it's it's just more, it's it's simpler, uh, you know, it, it makes more sense for everybody. Everybody, like you said, kind of falls in line and and can play their roles a little bit better. And I mean, m- most of it, to be clear, is just that I think these guys are. Um, you know, just happy to not have to deal with this fucking distraction yeah. also, you know, yeah. that's, that's, that's a big thing too. Like when I looked at the nets against the Knicks there, uh, Joe Harris was screaming, you know, they're, they're going up and up and down the court. Like everyone's, everyone seems to be happy. You know, the nets crowd mm-hmm. is cheering. You don't have that when Kyrie's in town Every, no. everyone's fucking miserable. Like, and the gray, I don't the gray of the, the Brooklyn nets was really, really gray. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was dark. Almost yeah. Just, and, it was, it wasn't black though. It was still gray. Yeah. Like an Eeyore gray. <laughs> But like you don't, you don't need a you know a, a fucking rocket scientist to to figure that out. Like that just the the team just looks happier. They have better vibes. Mm-hmm. They remind you of the pre Kyrie Kevin Nets again all of a sudden. And so so yeah, for a whole bunch of reasons, off the court, on the court, um, like obviously if you're looking at their their top end, you know ceiling. If if Kyrie was 100 percent locked in, you know when he's looked like that and been good, you know, when he went on those runs last year when he would come back and score 50 points uh, after not playing for for two weeks, you know, when he when he's at his absolute best, obviously, you you know, you want that guy next to Kevin, uh, you know, with with a good team of shooters and defenders around them. That's a great mm-hmm. team. That's the team that we've all kind of backed for the last couple of years. But he's just not going to be that there. there he is not going to be that he might look like that, but he's not going to be that. And and everyone you know shift your minds back to the playoffs last year Kyrie had a good first game and then he fucked up the rest of that sweep against the Celtics he was bad on they defense were all broken. They, yeah. well, yeah, they 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 weren't good but you know Kevin Durant was still kind of doing his thing you know he he didn't have the greatest games either and and uh, frankly uh, Tatum outplayed him uh mm-hmm. in in those last 3 but uh like Kyrie did not he you know he people remember the good, the the game 1 which was really good but he was not uh, you know, this this world beater. He, uh, like I said, bad on defense, missed a whole bunch of shots, wasn't really contributing in other ways um, because he is still per- like, you know, it's not like he gets in there and, and, and roughs it up and gets a whole bunch of steals and gets rebounds. Like, that's not really yeah, his game. Yeah. He's a skill-based player. When his shot's not falling, it's it's just no good. So, so yeah, uh, if, if you're the Nets, yeah, you, you had all the off-court, the whole off-court reason to, to get rid of this guy. But, but, yeah, on the court, he has not actually produced for you other than you know yeah, the flashy games 100%. and all the stuff i'm talking about so so yeah i think they're better and this kid freaking sumner comes in there uh and Amen. and plays incredible like yeah 18 mm-hmm. points uh hit hit three uh three pointers like he was he was For, running the show pacer i believe 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah a guy who's not fucking made a lot of noise, but he's got some size. Mm-hmm. He played played point guard for them. Six uh, four. You know, uh, he can. You know, he, could, he pushes the ball. He's a good passer. Um, and if he can shoot it well, you know, next to KD, you've you've got a spot on the floor. And and the 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 you know the if only the, if only they had like a really big point guard that could have rolled out there. They, oh, just, that would have been awesome. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't just think they have that though. Shooting. They've no, got some weird so. guy, Ben Simmons. Off. Yeah, Ben Simmons got his got his ankles revoked, ankle pass taken <laughs> yeah. by Luca. I know, uh, but the, you know, and the team just kind of you know when you've got a guy like Sumner who you know is you know again again this game against the Knicks performed really well. If he can keep mm-hmm. doing that, that's great. But you know, you've got a bit of a, a a backup for Kyrie already, and then the rest of these guys like O'Neal's starting to shoot the ball a little bit better, slowly but surely. Uh, you know, Claxton, you know, Claxton is Claxton. He's, he's your classic lumbering big guy. Um, and yeah, if you can ever coax anything out of Simmons, you know, you've got, Cur- you've got Curry off the bench, uh, who had an awesome game. Um, and, uh, yeah, like you, you, your team makes sense again. So for mm-hmm. the love of God, do not like trade Kyrie to the Lakers, uh, you know, at, at all costs, if you can do it, like this team looks, feels, smells, tastes, Matt better without, yeah. without Kyrie. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and it's even funnier looking back to the after the realization that we've kind of this awakening we've come to about uh, these three-headed dragons. Uh, the James Harden was also on the Nets last year. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's funny. And uh, yeah, that's that was that was something. Uh, well, well I, it'll be a while till we'll see a team up like that. But how again. Many, how how crazy is it, Matt, that it's it's round two? That you know, it's it's pretty well uh, well known that, or, or I think it's been reported now, and I think pe- it it's kind of you know, it's been absorbed into the narrative that Harden left in large part because of the whole Kyrie thing. Like he was fed up mm, with it yeah. and whatever. The second time that, you know, it's, it would have been better if, if Kevin Durant didn't stay with the point guard he was with, if he just stayed yeah. with James Harden would have been yeah. better. A second time, you know, first, uh, first time around Russell, uh, you know, I think if they trade, uh, you know, Russ and, and keep KD and Harden together, got a way better chance uh, in OKC of winning the chip. And I think this team Actually, could have, you know, two guys who actually want to be on the court and and play well together uh, mm-hmm. uh, would have been worked out way better than than Kyrie and KD. So you know, yeah, it is yeah. what it is. They're just destined never to play together, I guess. Well, we'll uh, we're gonna wait and see. Uh, you know what uh, ends up happening there uh, with the Nets, whether Kyrie's on his way out or uh, he'll end up finding his way back into ruining this Nets season. Uh, we're not sure, but uh, everyone stick around and we'll uh, we'll be sure to cover that as we get more updates uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, but to move on here, uh, gonna have a quick discussion about this uh, in honor of Red Velvet, uh, Kevin Herter. Uh, he was really yeah. the one that brought this to our, our attention. But this is really fucking. Something that I've always been annoyed about, and we might have even talked about this on the podcast in one of our earlier episodes. So uh, you know, but it's always good to kind of recap because uh, obviously I get the intention of it, but the last two minute report for the NBA is this most stupid, pointless, uh, like like idea yeah. and thing to have out there because all you're doing it's 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 pretty much like uh, you know it's like you go to a restaurant, you get this. Nice dinner, uh, everything's great, but then at the end you're like, oh my god, like my stomach, I feel horrible. You rush <laughs> to the bathroom, you know, your, your stomach's bubbling, you got the uh. bubble gut. Uh, it's the worst time ever. And then you know, either you go up to the the you know the the chef, what the fuck, man? Like was that like what was in that? Was, was there something spoiled? Was something wrong? And then he goes, no, of course not. Get out of my face. In fact, uh, you're billed extra for the disrespect. Okay. Uh, so 
then you go home. This has and happened. Like, you're you're fucking pissed, and you're thinking, "What the hell was all this?" And the next day, they send you an email. Oh, hey, just so you know, uh, it turns out a coli outbreak. Oopsies. <laughs> uh, sorry about yeah. that. And that's it. Nothing else. No refund. No nothing. Uh, and that's yeah. pretty much the last two minute report is because what's the point of telling everybody about the foul calls you missed, yeah. and then you don't do anything retroactively to fix it? Like yeah. I want these, because I, I, I don't think that this happens either. I want accountability. I, I, I'm always preaching this for the refs. I'm like a, I'm becoming like an anti-ref person. I'm uh, very quickly growing into this. Like I think it's always been in my blood, but now I'm just fully leaning yeah, into it. They, yeah. they should have to do post-game uh, press conferences. They should be fined publicly for if they get enough calls like this wrong, because some of these are horrible. Some of these are horrible. Like uh, the one we were mentioning here with Kevin Herter, Clay Thompson literally not only takes away all of his landing space, gets right up underneath him, but he also pushes into him, hits yeah. his arm, he fouls him three to four times <laughs> yeah, in one play, does. and yeah. they don't. And it's right in front of the ref, and they don't call it. Yeah. Uh, and, and then yeah, as Kevin Herter said, you know, you uh, pretty much you just take the fine and move on. When, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like that. Um, so. I'm I'm really like I, I'm interested to get your opinion here, Jordan. But I think the last two minute report shouldn't exist unless we're actually using it as uh, some kind of a threshold or a, 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 like a measuring stick for these refs. Like maybe we can start yeah. getting um, grades on refs. I know other sports have done that, uh, where you ref the, you you kind of grade them on how much missed calls they have down the stretch or how many correct calls they have down the stretch. There's a way to do it, and I think well, that's how it should be decided, especially when we get to like the NBA Finals. But uh, the NBA refs. History of collusion and shit, man. I, I just, I'm never gonna trust them. Yeah, well, I think there is like there is an internal rating system. Like I think the refs get rated by the league somehow, and it's Make to it do public. with to do. Well, yeah, you know, it's to do with Stop a whole bunch of things. These losers. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Fucking yeah, if nerds. you're gonna, if you're gonna have <laughs> Matt, the ref, all the refs listen to this podcast and man, then nice you know communicate strikes. with. All the uh, the smaller refs. So when we go to like a rec league, they're gonna know who you are. Yeah, they're not they gonna give do. you a I've single never, comment. I, don't, I get, I, I get, again, I get. Uh, I think it was two or three games in a row. I never got a technical in my <laughs> life, in my whole life. And then in my my men's league, uh, I'm getting three. I was like, are you fucking serious? Only one good ref, Arunas, uh, the father of the mm-hmm. uh, the the, mm-hmm. the producer of this podcast. He's the only good ref in the world. Although he gave me some bad calls too. Screw you, Arunas. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, yeah, like this, the, the, the last two minute thing, I get that there's, you can't replay a game. I get that like that. You can't do that. You can't go back and mm-hmm. actually change the outcome of a game. So, you know, except that, for that one time, the Spurs, and I think it was the Rockets replayed that game because James Harden's dunk went in and which out. Which is so and they stupid. It, <laughs> like they're, that they're, was they're funny. like call bad calls also result in buckets that shouldn't have happened. Like, I can't believe yeah. they replayed that anyway. But, uh. Yeah, like so. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't actually change the outcome of a game, but like there should be something in place where, like, it, does this exist, Matt? Like, uh, so did Herder get fined for what he said? I don't think he actually did get fined, okay. as far as I know. But he said that that was what he said because he was let's much say yelling and being public because it's publicly if you publicly criticize an official, then you can get a fine like right, right. away. Okay, so let's say even okay, let's say you get a fucking technical uh, ye- uh, yelling at a ref for a call that they missed uh, in, in the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's say afterwards you criticize them and get fined. If it comes out that that was a missed call, you should not. You, your your fine no, should be yeah. taken back, and should your technical be rescinded, should yeah, be rescinded. 100%. All 100%. that stuff. And if anything, 
I'm kind of going with you a little bit. What about finding refs? Did you say that? What about finding yeah. refs for a missed call? You should be finding just refs. a small amount. <laughs> Not yes. you can't find them what you find the players because you know that's well, sure. you know yeah. per, you know a percentage of their income whatever. But like hundred bucks should, and at the you, end of, at the end of the year they throw a pizza party for the players with the most uh, incorrect call. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's not like we were we're 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 um we're proposing this for the entire game. You miss a lot of calls throughout a game. If you're a ref, yeah. you miss calls. But the last two minutes, like this, this is real. This is real stuff. This has to do with seating. This has to do with, you know, uh, points. Wins or which, losses, baby. W- wins or losses. And even like stats that have to do with, you know, fucking contract triggers. And like, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, you, you expand this all out. This, this, can cost people lots of money. You know, the, 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 you're, you're, you're getting paid. And I, I understand it's a hard job, but like, um, yeah, I think, I think if, if you're, yeah, like you're saying, if you're going to have the last two minutes, let us have some sort of retribution, like some sort of, you know, I remember years ago, Andrea Bargnani tried, went, went to shoot a fucking shot in, in, in Charlotte on the road, clearly got whacked mm-hmm. on the arm. And he missed the he missed the rim altogether, uh, which you know Sounds he, he was obviously too. trying to he was trying to sh- shoot. It was a mid range shot. Uh, he you know he wasn't that bad of a shooter that he would airball. He fucking short armed it because someone literally slapped you know his his forearm. Um, and 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 yeah, like that's that's also really fucking annoying. Like as uh, you know as a fan base, you know to to see that and then have the last two minute report come out and then yeah no no accountability. Uh, you know, or responsibility other taken saying, taken from yeah, the ref. Got the yeah, other wrong. than we got it wrong. Um, so, so yeah, a, a little fine, a little fine for the ref that missed it. You know, that can get a little dicey because if it's a flat out missed call, who should have made the call? I mean, I think there's always technically a spot on the court yeah. that a ref yeah. is in favor of. Obviously, with the herder one, it's the guy standing right fucking there. Those yeah. ones are particularly atro- atrocious because it's like you're, it was, I was right in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think the other thing, Matt, here's the other thing I want to say. I think there should be some sort of point of emphasis, like a, a, a talk, like the refs always say that they, they have points of emphasis every year, for calling the game the same the whole damn time. Like, I understand no yeah, one wants yeah. to end out a game, like a tense game, with a call from the refs, but a foul is a foul. You can't just say, okay, this is the final play of the game, and I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. You know Clay Thompson, a veteran of this league, knew they weren't going to call shit on that play, which is why he went right into, you know, right into um, a herder, put his hand right on his back, we swiped across, all that stuff, because he knew the ref wasn't going to make a call on that play. But that, and we have to stop that. And it's not just been that game, too. It's oh, been my like God. All, this, forever. This week has been heavy. And yeah, Well, I mean, it, it's been forever. But, yeah, it's been heavy. Like, the, the, just nothing gets called last two last two minutes. Just the, the ruble goes out the window. Like, yeah. it's, like a, it's like playoff hockey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but at least playoff hockey is the entire game. You're not yeah. getting a fucking call. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I 100% agree. You just keep it consistent the whole. Yeah, way you through. gotta call I'm, it I'm like cool. a foul is a foul. I'm, you gotta call it. And I'm cool with less foul calls. I'm definitely cool with that. I think yes. we should have a lot less foul calls. So if they want to call it like down, like they've been calling it last two minutes, just all the way. Sure, I know the, yeah, M- the NBA is gonna be pissed because yeah. they don't, then it'll be like 85 to 84 finishes. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring it back to the '90s, man. Just let them play. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, be, yeah, be consistent. I've always kind of been annoyed by that. Uh, it's it's not fair. It doesn't really make sense. Like I understand the reasoning behind it because, like I say, you don't want this, you know, really tense game to come down to a call made by an official. But yeah. sometimes it it needs to because you know you're you've got two teams playing hard and it's it's a skill to defend in the last two minutes in a close game 
without fouling. And you should reward yeah, the yeah. best teams who can do that, not just the you know the most physical teams that are gonna fucking maul you. Uh, you know, a foul is a foul. So yeah, lots of changes, but I agree. Two minute last two minute report. Give us something with it. Don't just give us this information and 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 walk away like there's nothing you can do. You can do something. And you know get what? Once you get out of here, once you get a certain amount, you're fired from the 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 league as a referee. Once you get a certain amount of missed calls, yeah. let's add them up. What, what you, you get a thousand? You get you get relegated. Yeah, yeah. You go, no, you go yeah. to the G League. You G pull League. somebody else up. I think that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, and that, I'll also say this, though. I, I like the human element of sport. I like all yes. the human error and everything. Yes, I will never, I ever support a robot ref. I won't <laughs> no. do it. I won't support them. I don't trust them. I don't no. trust technology. I've said this a million times on here. I don't I do not do it. I don't trust it. Uh, so no robot refs. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the human agree. refs, you got to get your shit together. Yeah. Uh, and even if you're not in the NBA, if you're listening to this and you're an official, chances are there's Ken, somebody out there. Ken, I know you listen. That guy's done. It's over. It's over. It's over. We're not going to deal with that guy. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's too far gone. He's in his own world. Uh, but yeah, if he admitted calling. There, he admitted calling stuff on me just because he didn't like what I was doing. So uh, yeah, exactly. You know, he, yeah. He's like Donahue. He's the worst. He used man. to he used to call things for uh, just because he didn't like the players. Yeah, he's like well, that's not fair. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to call this not a rule. Yeah, well. Hey, when you're up when you're up 25 in the third quarter, you got to find ways to make it close. That's true. Uh, but uh, to uh, to move on here, uh, you refs, you figure your shit out, uh, get it sorted. I talking about the king, not talking about Elvis. Still haven't seen that movie. The king, three and a half hours long. The I haven't king, seen yeah. it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, not the kings. We don't need to talk about them. They're, they're pretty much shunned once again. The <laughs> fucking irrelevant <laughs> losers in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, if anyone's any kings, me. Oh, Aaron Fox is one of the best players in the league. <laughs> Devonis Sabonis shoots 9% from three. I Fox saw that on Twitter. Can't do, yeah, Fox can't do anything, anything outside of just taking it straight to the lane when he's got an open layup. So I don't want to fucking hear anything from the Kings. You suck. You're horrible. Your team sucks. There you go. Uh, and Davian Mitchell's overrated. Um, yeah. To move on here. Officially, actually this time, <laughs> the King is injured. Uh, hip abductor, yes. uh, abductor, adductor, whatever it is, uh, kinesiologist, uh, let me know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's got a bit of a, bit of a boo-boo right, he, right now that he's nursing, won't be playing against the Kings on Friday. Uh, yep. so there you go. It all, it all rounded up. Uh, we all got it into order here. Uh, yeah, I left a adductor strain, so he'll be, uh, out. And I've actually heard, you know, he could possibly miss, uh, even a few more games. Uh, you know, they've got two games, uh, Friday, Sunday, uh, and then, uh, you know, facing the Nets and the Pistons. So we'll, we'll see, uh, who, you know, if he ends up, you know, suiting up for either of those games, yeah. uh, you know, I would definitely, of course, like to see them play on the, the Sunday against the Nets. Uh, that would be nice. You know, Ke- Kevin Durant versus, uh, LeBron. We only get that, uh, possibility twice a year right now. Yeah. Um, and in the finals, LeBron of course. Ta- yeah. With LeBron taking an injury, you know, he hasn't really had many injuries in his career. Uh, obviously when he first got to the Lakers, he had the groin injury, uh, that pretty much just helped him get an excuse to sit out so the Lakers could be bad and they could try and, you know move people around and get draft picks and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, I'm looking at this one right now. It's kind of, I am I don't like the feeling of it because LeBron hasn't looked really great all season. He hasn't looked 100%. And, you know, right when the Lakers were starting to get rolling, now he's out. Uh, so I'm yeah. not, I don't, I don't like the signs. I don't like the writing on the wall here for LeBron, uh, especially considering also the, you know, there's been reports that Lakers front office and their, their you know, the, the decision makers for them are all kind of, 
there's a kind of a divide on how they feel they could best use LeBron's uh, abilities right now. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like a Game of Thrones right now. I think Anthony Davis is rising up. He might have to murder his father, LeBron, to, to finally <laughs> ascend to the throne. But uh, he's plagued by uh, so many illnesses himself. So uh, we'll see uh, who, who's going to be able to do it. But, Jordan, I mean, LeBron out against the Kings. You 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 worried about the Lakers even more now? Or how, how are you feeling going into this game? Yes, I'm worried about the like. They have the they have the worst record in the league. Like the 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 um, the Rockets have one more loss than them. But I think if you if the if the Lakers you know especially tonight uh, the Rockets and Lakers played without LeBron, I think the Rockets mm-hmm. would uh, would smoke them. The Lakers are absolutely terrible. Um, and uh, and yeah, without LeBron, they they've got almost no shot. I mean, they, even they, six man of the year rush. Yeah, even, you know, no. Uh, although apparently other teams Plus have been calling about him somehow. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I of told you this was going to happen. Now he's going to be a starter guy again. I mean, I mean, trade him. If you're getting calls, trade him. I don't understand yeah. what they're doing. I hate the Lakers front office so much. Like that, We've talked about how much I I think this team is absolutely awful. But, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about Anthony Davis. I can't get over the fact that this team has Anthony Davis. Like, if you're a good player, you should be able to get your team to, you know, I don't know, around 500, even if the rest of your crew around you is dog shit. You should be able to, if you're as good of a player as we know Anthony Davis, you know, is supposed to be. But like, he's pretty much in his prime. Yeah. He's supposed to be in his prime. What the the hell has he been doing? Like, he is so (laughs) frustrating. Like, he's not... I, I just I don't get why we're not holding him more accountable. Uh, I, I know we we sometimes talk about it, but I think to me that's the biggest story of the Lakers. Like LeBron is LeBron; he's doing everything he can. He's he's old. We we know he's we know he has a track record of bringing the best out of guys. You know he's still mm-hmm. his assist mm-hmm. numbers are still good. Uh, he's still scoring the ball at an insane clip for a guy his age. But like. Like and Anthony Davis, the annoying thing too is he 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 puts up the stats. Like he he does it. Uh, you know he scores twenty plus. You know, rebounds the ball fairly well, although not always as 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 good as he should. But like, I don't know. I just I feel like he he's the reason why like they've been so so bad because he should be able to dominate. You know, center the defense. You know, around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Like he he should be having like thirty plus a forty plus games because they need that from him and I don't know I'm just I I have no faith in Lakers at all uh you know with with you know uh, yeah like we're saying especially LeBron being out and and being led by AD uh, yeah yeah they're, they're, the 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 roster's terrible and I mean I I I don't know what the hell they're supposed to do like I I, I really like and. They can't even tank because you know everyone knows the the the, the Pelicans can swap picks with them this year. So yeah, uh, like your only Which hope is, is awesome. to uh, yeah, it's incredible. Like I I am I'm, I'm literally at a loss for words. I hate talking about the Lakers. I know we have to. I, and you know what we're, if the we're, Pelicans? Well, seriously, what if the Pelicans get Wembenyama? Can you imagine? It's over, right? I mean, it's just over. I mean, <laughs> four uh, four NBA championships. I yeah, I mean, yeah. Wow, that that would be insane because you know the the Lakers it it, it would just be so hilarious because you know the La- it, we we will all have known that the Lakers weren't even trying to be bad and yeah. they uh, and and yeah and they they tanked into Wembenyama position like uh, yeah it it's just it's just a disaster like they can't get anything like they they lost to the Clippers and they lost to the Jazz before that again 
They let the Jazz score 139 yeah. points on him. And, yeah. and, and yeah, if LeBron's going to start missing time here, I mean, father time eventually catches up with everyone. LeBron has been one of the most dur- durable, you know, the most durable superstar we've ever had. But lately, yeah. he's starting to miss some time here and there. You know, that was the first, that was the reason that, you know, after the championship year the Lakers had that they, they eventually, you know, missed out uh, on, on advancing in the playoffs. They got beat by the Suns because LeBron missed a whole bunch of time there. And, you know, that was kind of the first time uh, that that had ever really happened for him, uh, you know, on a mm-hmm. good team. And, and now it's starting to happen more and definitely concerning. I, I just don't know what they do. They, they got to trade Russ. And I just want to say, I'm so sick of all these people saying, you know, you could trade Russ, but is it going to make that much of a difference? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's going to make that something. much of a difference. It's going to help you somehow. You can yeah. build off it a better team. Like I, every time I hear someone that say that, I'm so annoyed. Like, yeah, it a little bit of a difference is going to help you and a little bit of a Just difference take the first yeah a little bit of a difference is a right step in the you know a step in the right direction and when a team actually makes sense like when a team is constructed correctly and you get good vibes going you start getting wins that you probably shouldn't have even had and you can do mm-hmm. that especially too when you have superstars like LeBron and AD like it's not about you know waiting for the absolute perfect construction uh you know or like perfect package to get for Russ Get something I've all like, I'll say it again. That Indiana package has been great. Yeah. Miles Turner had a fucking game the other day. Uh, uh, I don't know if he had 40, but he had 30 something. I think uh, it was 37. Like he, like, you know, just Buddy do Hill it. Shoots like he hits like five threes a game. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and yeah, they're going to be even worse now. Well, one of the, the the bright spots that's come from this this Lakers season and LeBron and all of this other shit, uh, you know, it was a tragic, horrible uh, thing that happened. Uh, takeoff from Migos, obviously shot and killed. Uh, yeah. You know, R.I.P. to the the, the, the hip hop uh, you know icon himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, Migos definitely part of a lot of uh, a lot of playlists, a lot of uh, mixes uh, that we've we've probably uh, you know partied. Hung out to, uh, so uh, you know we gotta show respects there. And LeBron wanted to show his respects to yeah. a guy who he claims he was putting on in the 2010 uh, Heat locker room, and he dressed up. I thought it was also really weird. Like it was supposed to be a tribute, and people were like kind of gassing him up. He dressed up like Takeoff for oh. the game and the press conference. Like the outfit was like, a, I don't like he, this. He, was, he, he was like wearing a co- it was like Takeoff costume, uh, oh. pretty okay. much is what he wore to honor him after his death. So I was, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird. Uh, that was just my opinion. But in that interview, he says, oh, yeah, I have uh, the, you know, I was, I was telling all these guys he's got in the locker room, these guys got next. Ask ask anybody. And that's how you know if somebody's lying. If somebody yeah. goes, ask anybody, they're lying. They're just yeah. trying, they're taking that gamble on you. Yeah. Uh, they're putting you in. So if you if somebody says that to you, call them on it. Go start asking around because I guarantee you'll find out the truth. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, in this case, LeBron, there's also been quite a few other, uh, interesting comments and statements he's made that he really hasn't been able to back up. So, uh, and if you're on, you know, the, 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 the app that formerly regarded as Twitter, uh, you probably see some pretty funny meme templates out there now of LeBron James and his, uh, his hypothetical lies, but yeah. I'm going into the real ones. I, I, I kind of searched through the history books here. And I'm going to give you the top five LeBron yes. James lies ever I'm so told. Excited. Uh, you know, there's there's been a couple that he's he's made that I just didn't even include in here because it's just so fucking stupid. Uh, like I don't even know who the guy was. He was a, a footy player, a soccer player. Oh yeah, uh, that one. And 
he like stutters through the statement that is apparently his coach <laughs> said, and then LeBron goes, "Oh yeah, that's my favorite. That's my favorite saying. I say that all the time." And <laughs> yes. it's just like, "Shut! No, you don't, LeBron." Uh, so I, like, there's a couple instances. Oh yeah, where he yeah. Just it, was says Rash- things. it was Rashford, Marcus Rashford. Yeah, on the uh, yeah. barber shop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not including that one. But uh, the the first one I do want to include isn't really a lie per se, but it's just like he's done this so many times. But there's one instance that was horrible. LeBron lying and pretending like he knows the lyrics to songs. <laughs> uh, in particular, the Pop Smoke song, uh, yeah. where he's... I love that. Hey, That's hey. my favorite. Oh, my God. He has no fucking clue what he's saying. He has no clue what the lyrics are. He probably doesn't even know who Pop Smoke is. Like, there's no chance. Roddy probably uh, or Bryce put him on, and that's it. Yeah, the IG yeah. Live's terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's got to be the funniest... Yeah, not really a lie, but the funniest thing. Every time I see it, like, he, I swear he's even done it with some Drake songs. And Drake is his oh, homie. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he he knows less than half of the lyrics. Like, he, he's got the yeah. flow a little bit. You know, he knows what he's, the sounds are supposed to be, but... Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you of, know what? Yeah. Maybe he's just—he's just not that guy. He's not—he's not a lyrics type of guy. He's not a singer. Uh, yeah, he's definitely not. My girlfriend LeBron, yeah. and Annie's the same way. She knows a song for years. She has no idea what they're actually saying, but she just kind of says the—it says the, she says words that sound like the words, uh, but uh, not actually there. But no, but I mean, I'm not She's even gonna, gonna give LeBron pop smoke. I'm not even gonna give LeBron the, the credit. You just go. Eh, 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 eh. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's great though. I, you know that—that's when I want him to continue because it's too funny. Yeah. Well, Jordan, this next one's Madness, because it's for March Madness. Uh, one of the craziest shots we've ever seen hit uh, by current Orlando Magic guard uh, Jalen Suggs. Taking Suggy. it over half court for Gonzaga and hitting the the buzzer beater uh, from half so court. Because UCLA? Uh, Was that it? Uh, yep, I believe so. Final <laughs> four, I think. Uh, yeah. And uh, LeBron James immediately hits the Twitter. I called it. Right as he got the ball, I called him. He tweet, tweeted out that he called the Jalen oh. Suggs half court buzzer beater before it happened. Uh, and uh, there's when before there's the game, absolutely LeBron? no way. There's no way. Like uh, that one, like I somewhat want to believe, like a little bit. I think maybe he thought it in his head, but like I don't. Yeah, but like, a mil- everybody sort of millions of other that. people. Yeah, yeah the guy's whenever, got the ball with three seconds left. Like yeah, fuck. What if he makes this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that but that one I was like, there's the, he was like trying to get like credit though. He was like, I called it. Yep, I know, I know, <laughs> it, I knew it. Um, now these next uh, three though are so those are the f- the two that were like kind of on the the bubble of making it in. You know, not the worst, not the best, but yeah. uh, these are the three that are hilarious. So after saying he had watched The Godfather multiple, <laughs> yeah. multiple, multiple times, uh, one of his favorite film franchises, just gassing it up. He was reading the book once again, yeah. uh, which, you know, books we're going to get into a whole topic of. LeBron and his first pages of books uh, is an undefeated <laughs> combination. Uh, but uh, The Godfather, LeBron's finally asked by a reporter, what's your favorite scene from yeah. the movie? Yeah. And he goes, oh, from The Godfather? Uh well you know there's just so many to choose from and then he pretty much just dodges the question like I've never seen an athlete wiggle their way out of a movie question yeah all you yeah, had to yeah. say LeBron was oh the horse in the bed was kind of funny say, it was the a goofy head. moment yeah. yeah just say something man something that everybody knows he did he I swear they to God he never saw the it. he was lying he was, yeah, not, he was lying. there's no way he's seen that he's never finished that book no chance <laughs> oh LeBron yeah I feel like you know <laughs> LeBron's been such a he's been you know, to be fair to LeBron, he has been the greatest, like, front-facing, public-facing athlete we have ever had. He's never done a thing wrong. He's been so... He, and he, you can tell he wants 
that like praise uh, and i oh, feel yeah. like he he tries to do these things to be relatable he's like yeah i love the godfather it's amazing but you know he, he can't do everything man just admit it lebron you have not seen it it's all yeah. right uh, i haven't seen uh there's some movies i haven't seen what i haven't seen we just talked about i haven't seen elvis uh but there's classics yep. there's classics yep. i haven't seen it's, LeBron, it's okay lebron it's uh it, it's not the end of the world but but yeah, yeah. that one was hilarious <laughs> the reporter uh, just wanted a fun quote from him and he's like, yeah exactly yeah and i think it was like an italian guy too yeah, 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 probably yeah. really stoked yeah. Um, but the next one we have here uh, is is LeBron. Uh, you know, I, I believe this was when, uh, you know around the heights of uh, some of the BLM protests, uh, and uh, you know, he's reading Malcolm X's autobiography. And someone asks him, "Hey, LeBron, what's your biggest takeaway?" As he visibly has it open to the first page. Once again, I'm telling you, if you look at any of him reading a book, it's always the first page. I know. Uh, he says, "Oh, well, it's just a uh, biggest takeaway. Just a." Very powerful man. Very, uh, very, very smart man. Smart man. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. <laughs> like, Matt, he just very started, vague, okay? Just a vague. But no, he said he had read the book already. That's the <laughs> problem. Is he says he's seen, he's done all these things, but he's always at the beginning of it whenever he's asked about things. So he had no fucking clue. I know. Uh, I hope he probably, he, I'm sure he knows who Malcolm X is, but he couldn't, uh, again, yeah. he couldn't even just make something up. Just, oh yeah, I like when he talks about this in the book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the by far, the be all, the end all, the worst LeBron James lie ever told, and it was young in his career. He's being interviewed by NBA TV, uh, and this is where the, the meme is coming from, if, uh, for everyone who's seen it. Uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant's 81-point game. LeBron James claims that he told his friends that he just had a feeling when he woke up that day that Kobe was going to score 70. <laughs> Wrong. And, he's, 81. and he stays by that. Well, no. So he says, but then he said that when he got to 70, that he says, ah, well, he might as well just go get 80 then. Oh my God! So he says he he claims that he called the Kobe's big net. He just had a feeling. He just know. And then he said, "Yeah, man, I know the game. I know the game. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. You can't. You can know the game. Amazing. You can't before a game go. Yeah, this guy's gonna score the second most points ever in a game. Yeah, that's just gonna happen today. I think the Raptors. The Raptors aren't looking great. Jalen Rose. Uh, he looks like you could drop a, a, a double forty piece on his head top. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, LeBron, those are the top five lies. Uh, again, there's quite a few other ones out there. Go, th- uh, go search through, uh, you know, look up LeBron singing pop smoke. Cause that's a good one. Um, but <laughs> don't forget yeah, all the, the times he lied about having cramps. Those weren't lied, real. Lied about having cramps, those lied about real. fouls. Uh, yeah. there's, there's lots, uh, there's lots you could really analyze of any athlete. I'll say that, uh, athletes definitely like to stretch the truth. I, I didn't want this guy traded. That's a bit of a wrong line. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not yeah. I support, I stand behind this team. Yeah. I, I yeah. love my guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the lies. But everybody, uh, get at us with, uh, your favorite LeBron James, uh, a lie. If, uh, there's one that I missed here. Uh, get at us at Big Dog Bowl Talk on maybe Twitter for the short time being. Maybe we'll make our own social media platform. We'll become the next billionaires. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But uh, get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. We're going to be back at you guys on Monday for a fresh new episode of the podcast. Uh, it's Matt Icorn, Jordan Flegel, and as my good friend Jordan always says, check it out, Matt. Check it out. Oh, true. Moment of right. silence right here. Yeah. yeah. Moment of uh, silence. To, rem- to, re- to remember to stay here. For the vets. Remember to stay here in, uh, in Canada. I think, I think, I think it's the same. In the States. Yeah, that, I think so. Yeah, just different. Well, I hope all you Canadians that are listening have your poppies on. Uh, yeah. And uh, poppy, Alex, poppy. Uh, we're going to throw in a, a one poppy. minute. Of, yeah, no, don't pop it. Uh, <laughs> pop it in. Pop it in your uh, right over right over your heart, and uh, <coughs> Alex, one moment of silence, please. If there's okay. no moment oh, of silence here, you're fired. No, but uh, but can we play that? Remember they used to use yeah, the fucking play the trumpet? trumpet. Alex, yeah, find the trumpet. the trumpet. All right, or uh, one, shut up or the, the vest. Or, or or that song where the guy is singing in the grocery store. That'll bring a tear to your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs>